a really great coach doesn't think that they have all of the answers for you because a really great coach knows that you have all of the answers for you and you know I think this is the really beautiful thing that things like human design and astrology have allowed us to tap into more is understanding that there is no one right way for everybody right there is no one cookie cutter templated business or templated whatever that is going to work for everybody Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillionaire podcast, joining you live on Instagram for another live recording. We did this for the first time last week. It was super fun. So we're going to continue this way for the rest of the year. If you guys want to come across and join me for these live recordings, they happen on Mondays. Um, So you can come across to Instagram and catch me there. So I have a recording for you today. Um, which is another one of the Unpopular Opinion series. So we started this last season. Um, I've recorded a couple more for you that are due to come out uh, later in the year, but I wanted to record one of these live. So as you guys know, well, you might know, you might not know if this is the first time that you're hearing one of these Unpopular Opinion episodes these uh, episodes are meant with the utmost love and respect for you (laughs) and they may not be true for you but I really am wanting to just call out some of the you know some of the rhetoric that we hear in the online coaching industry and really talk about like from a very candid honest point of view like how some of the you know messages that we're sold and how some of the things that we're taught Uh, maybe just you know not helping us and so today's unpopular opinion is all about your hiring coaches for the wrong reasons okay so as you guys know I am a coach I am obsessed with coaching coaching changed my life you know took me from a very very anxious overworked burnt out shell of a human and has gotten me to where I am today, which, you know, I'm so grateful for this life every single day. And I, and I attribute so much of it to having incredible coaches along the way. But I think, you know, there are, and I've definitely experienced this with clients. I've definitely seen this with peers where, you know, I think a lot of people over the last few years have made some not great decisions about why they're hiring coaches and why they're choosing particular coaches. And, you know, they've gotten into those relationships and they've realized that it wasn't right or they've realized that it wasn't, they maybe were in it for the wrong reason. And, you know, there's a whole, you know, escalate of reasons why, you know, a coach might not be right for you. And we're not going to talk exactly about that, but I want to talk about, some of the wrong reasons that we might be hiring coaches for that are you know they're kind of ideas that have been spun to us so the first reason and then I want to talk about some of the right reasons to hire a coach that I believe Um, you know if you caught my post on Instagram this week you will have heard me um, and seen me speak about how I just hired a new coach for myself for the first time in a very long time like over a year Um, and you know some of the reasons behind why I actually chose to do that at this point in time so I will tell you some of my you know my opinions around what what the right reasons are for hiring a coach at the end of this so stick around and you'll hear all of those so the first reason Um, And I've definitely seen this happen a lot. Um, And sometimes clients are really consciously aware of this being part of their decision. 
uh, making process and sometimes clients are not aware of this at all. And so this is something that I really want to bring to your conscious attention if you're thinking about hiring a coach. Maybe you are thinking about you know joining a program or joining a mastermind or hiring a new coach going into 2024. And I think we have to be very careful that we are not telling ourselves subconsciously or consciously that this coach is going to magically save us or magically create some outcome for us. Um, And I think one of the things I've thought about this so many times recently is the crossover between, you know, what we're taught is best practice in marketing around, you know, speaking to problems and speaking to solutions and speaking to desires and, you know, inserting our program or our mastermind or our coaching space as like the thing that's going to help the person to get there. Um, And I do believe that, you know, there is a way of doing this that, and I've been, you know, like in this experiment for myself over the last couple of years, like the way of you know, the, the creating the right messaging for your programs and for your masterminds, etc., so that your clients can see, you know, hey, that's something that I really want and hey, that's something that I really want to invest in, but not doing it from a place of that thing is going to be the thing and I'm going to invest in this, like outsourcing all of my power to that is going to be the thing, like I'm so in problem right now and this is going to save me. And so I think we have to be, we have to, the coach and the client both have to have a high level of responsibility here. The, the, the coach is not promising something that they can't deliver on. The coach is not promising something that is, um, you know, outside the bounds of their skill set. The coach is not promising something. Um, and in the messaging, really taking the power away from the client saying, you know, I've got all the answers. I've got, I can do this for you. This is the thing that you need. We've got to be really careful as coaches that we are not selling from that perspective because that's going to attract the person who is going to be reliant upon those, you know, those steps in that program and they're going to be investing from that place. But I think the client also has to be very aware of their motivation for making a purchase or making a buying decision, that they are not doing it from a place of, oh my gosh, this person is going to save me. This person has got all of the answers that I don't have. Because then they're going to be investing in that state of thinking, everything's going to magically change for me. And though I believe so deeply in the power of coaching, the power of coaching is only as powerful as the client is willing to see themselves as, right? The, the power of coaching is only just there to expand what the client is already doing and being, right? And so... If a client is not doing anything, if a client is not really taking steps forward, if a client is not really believing in themselves, if a client doesn't actually think that they have it within them to create, you know, whatever it is that they're hiring, hiring that coach to create, then the coach is going to have a really hard time, right? Because a coach is only there to amplify what is already there in the client, yeah? So we have to take responsibility on both sides of this. And I wonder if you're listening, if you can see in the past, maybe where you have made some disempowered buying decisions. Um, And I wonder if you're also in the place of the coach or in the place of the seller that maybe you are, maybe there is opportunity for you to help your clients and help your audience to take more responsibility and ownership in the process of, of purchasing, in the process of investing, right? Because we want our clients coming into that container from the perspective of, I already know that I'm going to achieve 
this thing. I know that that's possible for me. I might have some doubts around it. I might have some fears around it. I know I've got things to learn to get there. And I'm hiring this person because I know that they can help me get there. But I know that I'm going to go there. And I've already decided that. And I've already decided that I've got that capability within me already. Right? Okay. The second uh, potential reason, (laughs) potential terrible reason to be hiring a coach is thinking that they have the answers. Right. And so this kind of follows on from the last one where, you know, a lot of messaging and marketing coaches and, you know, have been have taught a lot of people in our industry to use language like, you know, the secret steps to blah, 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 or the three unknown, um, you know, things that you need to X, Y, Z, like this whole idea that there is some secret has created this culture where we think that those people who are more successful than us, that they have some kind of secret code, right? That we need to unlock by hiring them. And you you even see this in people's language sometimes in their marketing, like the code to blah, 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 or the secret to blah, 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 right? Like there is no code. There is no secret except for like... It's so unsexy that it wouldn't sell, right? The secret to getting what you want and to, you know, having the business that you want or the health that you want or the relationship that you want, the secret is show up and do the work and get support around where your mindset is getting in the way and keep going. The secret is take responsibility for it, right? And that's not that sexy. Uh, So I'm sorry to tell you this, but there is no secret other than that. (laughs) The thing is, a really great coach doesn't think that they have all of the answers for you because a really great coach knows that you have all of the answers for you. And, you know, I think this is the really beautiful thing that things like human design and astrology have allowed us to tap into more is understanding that there is no one right way for everybody, right? There is no one cookie cutter templated business or templated whatever that is going to work for everybody. And beautiful coaching is an opportunity for the coach and the client to work collaboratively together to find out what those potential pathways could look like that are going to be aligned with their strengths and their values and their design or whatever it is, right? That's the point of having a coach is to understand that we had the answers within us all along, right? Not that we're hiring the coach because they promise to have the answers for us because they don't. And that is going to be a surefire pathway to you being highly unfulfilled in your process and whatever um, you're creating. Because if you like, let's just say you are creating a business and you're hiring a business coach and you follow your business coach's steps to create whatever, chances are those are not all going to be aligned with you, right? Like I am... an example of this is I really wanted to focus on like my like marketing skills and things this year. Like I, I always have um, felt like I'm like I've got a pretty intuitive grasp of marketing and selling. Um, but I really wanted to understand like why what I was doing was working and really like reverse engineering it. And so I've been quite deep in that this year. So I bought a couple of different, you know, programs and memberships and things like that. I just wanted to kind of like taste amongst them and like find my way of doing things. And like I, I knew that there was not going to be anything that they taught me that was, you know, what I didn't already know because I've done a lot of courses over the years and, you know, all of this, but I wanted to kind of like taste it from a whole of different flavors and like figure out how to bring it together in my way of doing things in a way that I, um, 
that feels really values aligned for me. Um, and you know, one of these programs, I was actually just looking at it earlier today and looking at some of like the ideas for content and things like that. And it is just such a values mismatch with me because a lot of the, the, the content ideas are things like, you know, telling people that they're doing things the wrong way or that there is a secret or that there is like three steps to this or blah, blah, blah. And like, I know that that messaging sells and I know that that messaging works, quote unquote, but it doesn't feel good for me. And so I know that I have a really hard line there around, I refuse to use that kind of messaging. And so I know that I've got to find another way. But if I didn't have that hard line around like, that's my values and that's how I want to show up. And like, I refuse to do those things. If I didn't have that, I would get swayed into it. Cause I know, cause I've seen you know, screenshots from this coach who's teaching this. And I know that her process works to create sales. But that's not my metric of success. My metric of success is that, yeah, I'm making sales, but I'm doing it in a way that's values aligned for me. And that it's actually like my messaging is actually contributing something really helpful to the people who are reading and the people who are listening and things like that. Like I never want to be like sticking a knife in and twisting it and being like, you're doing everything wrong, right? Um, so I have to, I have learned over the years to know that no coach has an answer and I get to try on everything that is a suggestion and I get to check against my values and I get to check against, you know, what feels right for me. So you have to know that if you're hiring a coach, if there is any part of you that is thinking that they have some kind of secret, I promise you that they don't. The only thing that they will be able to help you into that is going to help you to move forward is you really believing in yourself and working through all of those little bits and pieces that might be holding you back from taking the action and taking the steps that are going to move you forward right now, right? So the third thing that I want to talk about is um, this idea that I think has been spun quite a lot around like the investment, the act of the investment is what's required to move you forward or you always need to be invested at your edge or you always need to be invested or you always need to have a coach or whatever right and this is a really interesting one I like I was really like journaling this out and I was thinking about my stance on this and like my own personal experience because I think for me in particular being financially invested like that feeling of having skin in the game I think it can actually provide a source of motivation for me and I, I, this is your invitation to trying this on for yourself as well. Like, does it actually help you to feel motivated when you have invested money into a coach or a program or whatever, right? Um, and I think there is something to be said for when someone is not massively financially invested in something or when something is a low financial invested uh, investment that they might tend to undervalue it or they might tend to use it less. But I don't think if that's if that's how we are doing things, if that's how people are thinking about investments, I don't think that that is what we should maybe keep leaning into, right? I want us to think about leaning into the idea that actually I get to decide how emotionally um, invested in this outcome that I am or how invested, you know, am I actually in doing what's required to get to this outcome, regardless of whether or not there is a financial investment. Because I think this um, pattern of, because this is what I'm calling myself out on, is when I am financially invested or when there is like that financial skin in the game, 
I think that does actually have an impact on me, but I'm not sure if that's actually a good thing or not, right? Because if I need that financial investment to, to get me moving faster or further or stretching or whatever it is, then is that really resourceful? And this, this is one of the reasons why I held back from hiring a coach this year was because I really didn't want to be investing from that place of like, oh, I'm invested now, I'm like motivated, right? I wanted to be in the place of I'm motivated regardless and the investment is because of other reasons, right? So this message that has been spun of like, you need to be invested at your edge, it's stuff, like I don't think that that is required and I don't think it's required for everyone. And I think we've got to be really careful because it can push some people into a state of scarcity around money, right? And I think this is actually what has happened for a lot of people is they have been spun the message of you need to be invested at your edge. So they've got themselves into programs or masterminds or coaching containers where they were at their edge and they actually didn't have the skill set or the financial backing to you know, take the steps over time to see the outcomes and the fruits of that investment because, you know, investing in a coach and then hoping that things are going to change overnight is really dysfunctional because, you know, any kind of coach, though you might see some like really great initial shifts, any coach is not magic, right? Like coaches are not there to like wave their magic wand. They're not like a genie that you hire and then you get three wishes and you're like, hey, I want this, this and this and it happens just like that, right? That's not, that's not how it works. Someone should quote me on that. <laughs> a coach is not your like magic genie lamp, right? It doesn't work like that. There, there is like, there are things that need to shift. There is action that needs to be taken. There are things that need to integrate over time for you to start to see the fruits of those things. And so if you're, you know, if you've invested at your edge in the past where um, you didn't have a financial runway or you actually didn't have the money coming into your business or you didn't have the belief or the skill set in yourself to be able to create that income in your business, um, like you probably would have found yourself in a really sticky situation, right? And so I'm telling you this because I want you to think about the fact that like if you're investing in, in a coach, hoping that that coach is going to help you to make more money, what you have to remember is that you are the one that has to make the money right? The coach is not going to make the money for you. If you're investing in your coach for that reason, it's to learn the skills and to overcome the things that are holding you back from that. But it's ultimately you that still has to show up differently and do something differently in order to get a different result, right? So um, let me just check my notes. Okay, so the fourth one that I want to talk about is um, this idea that if you're a coach, you need to have your own coach. Or this whole idea that like, why would someone invest in coaching with you if you're not even invested in coaching yourself, right? Like, how incredibly dysfunctional is that, right? Like, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this one. If you try and translate this across like other industries, it just doesn't fly it just doesn't fit right there are always going to be seasons where you do want to invest in your own coach but there are equally going to be seasons where you don't want to or where that money or their that attention or that focus is going to be better invested elsewhere right and the key piece that I want to bring you back here to is if your motivation to invest in a coach is done from done from this place of well I should have my own coach 
not because I want my own coach, but because I think I have to in order to get other people to invest in me, dysfunctional, right? So the thing that I want to help you to like see here is you are worthy of being invested in even if you don't have your own coach, okay? Your worth for your clients to invest in you is not contingent upon whether or not you have your own coach. They're not related, right? The flip side of this or like the alternative perspective to this is like when you have your own coach, and obviously the quality of the coach is going to come into question here, but when you have your own coach, are you better supported to support your clients? And I think this is the thing, right? Is like, you know, when we are coaches, when we are working with other people, even if you're not a coach, like this totally applies across other industries as well. But when you're working with people, people are, there's always going to be little issues and things that pop up and, you know, we're going to rub up against each other's conditioning and, you know, there are going to be challenges with working with people. There are going to be challenges with running your own business. So does it help you to have a coach who can help you to deal with those things, to help you manage those things and help you see those things, those opportunities, those things as opportunities to integrate into a new level of being or a new level of leadership or a new level of like process around in your business that's the thing to think about not I need to have my own coach because other otherwise no one's going to invest in me but I'm choosing to have my own coach because one of the outcomes of that is actually so that I can better support my clients right so I want to talk about some of the like right reasons now for hiring coaches and and I also want to invite you into thinking about this as well because these are my right reasons for hiring a coach but you might have slightly different ones. So I suppose the like conversation that I'm inviting you into with yourself is like, what is the most resourceful place that I can be in before I hire my next coach? Or if I already have a coach right now and maybe that relationship is not working out the way that I want it to be, how can I bring more responsibility to that? And how can I shift maybe the energy that I am bringing to that container so that I can get a different outcome, right? So for me, I'm always really careful to hire hire coaches from a place of, I know what I want, or I've got a pretty good idea of what I want, and I know that I can do that myself. Like I know, I know I know that I can do that myself, and I don't require the coach to help me do it, but I am still choosing to work with a coach because I want the support while I'm on my way there right? It's like, I know where I'm going and I know that I can achieve that, but I would actually just prefer to do this with someone else, right? And so like, for me this year, I've been in a period of like creating a lot of curriculum for the Midas coach and building that out and serving my clients. And like, there hasn't been a lot of focus for me on income growth or growth of my audience. Like that, I've been in a really different season. And so for me to hire a coach at this, like, I didn't really feel like that was necessary. Would it have been supportive? Maybe, but I didn't really think that it was necessary, right? Now I'm like, okay, we're gonna we we're in a period of growth. I know where I'm going, I know that I'm gonna get there, but I just want someone by myself while I'm doing it, right? I think another reason um, that I have always looked to hire coaches is because, and I've always looked to hire coaches who have quite different um 
like worldviews and realities than mine and and that their worldview and their reality is something that I want right because I want to work with someone who has normalized that I want to work with someone who sees the world differently and that it's just an absolute no-brainer for them to see them see the world that way right I want them I want someone to be so integrated in that life in that way that their business runs and that that's really similar to me and so integrated into their values that that stretches my thinking into thinking like, oh, well, that's just normal, right? I want it to be normalized. And I think another thing is I want to be able to like borrow somebody else's belief, like while I get my energy and belief behind like thinking that something is possible for me. So like what I mean by that is like, I think at this point in my business, I've kind of like achieved so many things that my past self thought that I couldn't do that I'm kind of like, well, you know, logically, I know that anything that I really wanted to achieve, I probably could, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean that I believe that everything is possible, like in terms of specifics. So I want to be around someone who's like, when I tell them what I want and what I tell, when I tell them what I want to achieve, that they're like, oh yeah, cool easy, like no brainer, like let's do that. I want them, I want to be able to borrow their certainty is what I'm saying here. I want to borrow their belief that my brain starts going, oh, well, if they think it's so obviously achievable, then of course it must be. And it kind of overrides that like doubt that something is possible for me, you know? Um, And I want to, yeah, I want to be around someone who has just normalized the things that I want to to achieve the things that I want to experience like I want that to just be normal for them so that my brain thinks that it's normal for me and there might be more to that list but that was all that I could think of when I was writing this down so I'm actually really curious so for those of you who have like listened all the way through to this I want to know so please like reach out and message me um I want to know like what are your right reasons for hiring a coach I'm very curious to know and I'm also curious to know, like, have you hired coaches for the wrong reasons before? And like, what have you shifted in yourself so that you are no longer hiring from that place? Because it is such a beautiful like opportunity for transformation to, to look back and be like, okay, I need to take responsibility for me not making a great decision. And yes, maybe obviously like that coach had their part to play as well, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take responsibility for where my part in that was that I didn't make a great decision. And I see myself with love and I see myself with compassion back then, but it was not right for me. And that's okay because I have now learned and I'm now going to move forward, making the right decisions moving forward. Okay, loves, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, This week we have the Fulfillionaire Collective and the Fulfillionaire Mastermind both opening for enrollment. Um, so you guys are going to see more about those on my socials and my emails, hear about them more in the podcast over the next few weeks. We're going to be open for enrollment all of November, and then we're going to be closed, um, which is really exciting. Very, very excited about both of these two spaces. So watch this space. Make sure you go check out all the linky links. We're going to be doing pre-sale for the collective, uh, for those who are on the wait list. So if you're listening to this in real time, go and get yourself on the wait list. Because uh, you're gonna, you guys are gonna get special pricing. So, guys, I will speak to you guys very, very soon. You've got another episode coming out on Friday this week, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Thank you so much for joining me. I will speak to you so soon. Ciao.